Hello and welcome to Here's the Thing with Robbie and Jose, where we explore relationships through a male and female perspective. With me as always is the lovely Robbie. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. Glad to see that smile on your face. Have you seen my new enamel pin? I have not. It's what is Homer it? Simpson and his Moo Moo. Remember that episode? Yes, when he gained it? too much weight. Yeah, because yeah. he wanted to work from home. Yeah, he's in his little uh, his little movie. Yeah, that's that happened to all of us uh, <laughs> during, during COVID. COVID. Yeah, COVID. I lost weight during COVID. I think I think I actually did too. But it's gonna be funny to remember COVID. Yeah, because the, the further we get apart, people reference it more and more. Yeah, and it becomes like a thing that happened. And well, obviously, it's BC, a thing that happened in the past. COVID. Yeah. But but yeah, it's 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 interesting because it was everybody had such different experiences mm. for that time, and obviously. It's also different age groups yeah. that went through it. So I don't know how it's going to affect, you know, younger people in the long term. Yeah. Like really young and then like the 20 year olds and the 30 year olds. I know for 40, I was great. Yeah. <laughs> we should do like an episode on how COVID like uh, change relationships, like the COVID yeah. relationships. We, we might have to try that. Yeah. Because uh, like what if you just started dating? I and then started a relationship when it was great during COVID. I mean, oh, did it, you? it ended, so it wasn't all that great, but yeah. yeah Maybe, yeah. One. I and remember back then it was like people were wanting to date, but it was that weird thing. We went through the lockdown and it was just like, you want to go out and meet people, but like you can't. Yeah. Video, I, we did video dating. That yeah. Was not great, but you know. <laughs> it's all better you than nothing, yeah, I guess. I, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, suppose. Uh, yeah, it's just different. It's yeah. just different. So I'm just very couples that made it stronger. I would there. venture to say I'm glad that I went that I went through COVID in my 40s because I don't know if I could have done it in my 30s or 20s. It was very emotional. So like for me being um, a more emotionally immature, yeah. it helped probably. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because like it just, sucked. I like to go out, but it's just like yeah, I don't know. And now we're pretty much at full swing at this point. Yeah, I think. There's very, Back very in the saddle. Look, damn, I'm singing again. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You're a singer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you didn't realize that until today, but that's you are a singer. Yeah. Yes. Um, oh, you missed your calling. Mm, we need to take you out to karaoke. That's what it is. Um, so today's topic, we're going to be talking about saying I love you for the first time. L-O-V-E. L-O-V-E. <laughs> Let me ask you. Now, there's no real timeline on when it's appropriate. It's just, you know, mm. most reachers says it's just like, just say it whenever you but feel it. But should there be? <laughs> well, that's a good point. So I'm going to ask you, how long do you think, and I get it that every relationship is going to be different, mm. but how long do you think is the appropriate time to wait before you say, I love you? I, you know, I, I don't think that there is an appropriate time. I think... I think you can be a little too early mm -hmm. to it. I will say that. Mm -hmm. I suppose you can be too late to say it too, maybe, mm -hmm. I suppose. Um, but I think you you just kind of feel it at a certain point. And, yeah. But you have to be very careful when it comes to feelings, right? Because it could be that first when you first start dating mm -hmm. and you get all the butterflies in your stomach and it's like it's an infatuation for sure. Mm -hmm. You can't think straight. Everything is, you know, it's always a blue sky outside. There's rainbows outside. Like, it's just great. It's wonderful. Mm. Um, not sure that that's love, though. <laughs> well, actually, that's what I have here. Like, how do you know it's not infatuation? Like, 
I'm going to say something really cynical mm -hmm. and I don't mean it this way, but like it takes a long time for me to say I love you because mm -hmm. I want to mean it. I want to be for sure. I'm not going to say it frivolously. Yeah. So like the people who say it too soon in mm -hmm. my experience, my dating experience, guys usually tell me about three weeks in, God, which is like, really? It's too soon. It's like you, that's not soon. real love. Like you are infatuated and that's uh, it. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to dismiss your feelings. I'm not going to be like liar. I'm not going to say that, but yeah. it's like, that's not. Yeah. But then there's people like love at first sight and all that. I don't believe in that either, but. I think, and I, there's, I'm trying to think of, I can't recall. And this is for good reason. I can't recall exactly when it was that I said I loved you in most of my relationships uh, or the ones that I did say it, um, except for one. And she kind of she kind of asked or she kind of told me. Told so, you she loved you yeah, or you loved her? Yeah. And she, no, she told me that, that she loved me. And then like it came out of the blue and it, I just wasn't expecting it. Uh -huh. And so I remember I think I said it back. And that was the first time, because usually it's me saying it first. Yeah. So that's what threw me off. It wasn't that I wasn't in love. It was just like, oh, I thought I was the one that was supposed to do that. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why, but that feels weird. But I, I just, because traditionally I'm the, usually, for me, mm -hmm. I'm usually the guy that does it first. Yeah. Um, uh, but that's the thing. So whenever I do say it, I'm not saying that I reduce the significance because I know it's significant, mm. but it also feels natural, yeah. if that makes sense. So it's, it's, and again, I don't want to equate it to time, but enough time has passed where we're comfortable and I know her well enough and I've, um, maybe we shared some intimate, you know, conversations with one another and she was vulnerable, whatever, and I was the same with her and we're still going strong. <laughs> like, despite yeah. that, we're still hanging out with one another. Yeah. Um, and then you just say it and don't get me wrong, it, it, at first it might be like, oh, and then they say it back and then, you know, of course you feel like, okay, great. We're on the same page. <laughs> I'm not saying I do this purposely, but like I feel like the first year, there's still so much that you're trying to figure out. Yeah. I'm not saying it's like, okay, I have to wait a whole year because I think you should say it when you really feel like it's true. But like it takes me a really long time. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people that do say it too soon, like I said, it's either infatuation, you're just blurting out, maybe it doesn't have the same meaning to you. Because when I say it, it's a big deal for me. Yeah. Some people, yeah. it may not be. Some people like, I, I love you. Like they say that to every, like I said, three weeks is usually <laughs> when I hear it. <laughs> they call people love. <laughs> I guess. I've been called love a lot. Hey, love. Hey, love. Um, no. But yeah, I mean, so one thing that I thought was interesting, they they did research on this and it says that Men feel more positive about a woman telling them they love them before sex, and women say they feel more comfortable after. And so I started thinking about like why that is. And so like I can speak for a woman. If a guy tells you he loves you before you're intimate, you may think, is he saying that to try to get me in bed? Sure. But if you've already been intimate, and then, like, you know, you're dating for a while and he Especially says Especially right it. afterwards. No, not right <laughs> afterwards. But if you're dating for a while and he says it, it feels like, okay, it's more genuine because you already got the mm. ultimate goal. So mm. you're not trying to trick me. I don't know for the men part why men feel better if it's before. So men feel better if the woman says I love you before they get yeah. physical? Mm -hmm. I... Oof. 
Maybe, maybe for I, guys, I'm it having feels a hard time like, with that one. Maybe they feel like she loves me for me rather than she's basing it on a sexual. But the thing feeling. about it is the reason why it's throwing me off a little bit because, and don't get me wrong, I'm sure there's a lot of different types of relationships out there, but everything feels expedited nowadays. Mm. So I would say within like a month or two, typically people, if you've been seeing each other on an ongoing basis, basis by that point, you're probably already sleeping with one another, yeah. which would be a short time frame for her to tell me I love you. Mm. Now I don't know if I want to sleep with you <laughs> because I'm like, wow, like, okay. Um, but no, you know, I, I say that jokingly, but for real, like, I don't, I don't know. But maybe that's what I'm saying. Maybe for a guy, they feel like we haven't been intimate yet. So she's not basing her feelings on the sexual part and she really cares about me for me because let's say you're just doing you're hanging out you're doing fun things together I don't know I mean that's I can understand from the woman's perspective yeah. you say I love you before it's like you're trying to get me into bed you know mm. what I'm saying not I'm not saying that's the case I'm just saying yeah, yeah. you feel like that Could a little be. bit for yeah. the guys I don't I can I don't see where know. you make that a connection I don't know I have to get back with you on that one because that one is not driving with me at the moment <laughs> it's it's I I yeah, I no, I can't. Because then that would imply like you've been dating for six months without any. It, no, there's no time no. limit. Yeah, I know. But that's if what she I'm says I love you after a month, which I'm sure has happened to you or men out there, you may not have had. You may not. I've have had been them come hit. close to saying it, but just didn't say it. Like they were having, they were really infatuated at the time, and uh-huh. they were like, "This is working out so great!" Like, and they just went on and listed all the things mm-hmm. that we had in common. But again, it was just like a month or two, and I'm like, "Yeah, like." Get to know me a little bit more. <laughs> I mean, eventually, I'm not saying I'm a bad guy, but I'm just saying like, once you once you're able to see me with not all that happy emotion. That's what I'm saying. I don't mean to sound cynical, but how do you, how can that be real love after like a month? I just don't understand it. It feels real. And, you know, I mean, <laughs> who's to say, right? But I, you're right. For me, and this is the reason why we say what we say, right? Because at least from for me, there's many different definitions of love and I love people differently. Like mm-hmm. obviously I'm going to love my brothers and sisters different than the way I'm going to love my 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 two sons or a romantic partner. Mm-hmm. So by the time I say it, for me, I know enough about you that I still want to be with you, right? And you know enough about me and you've accepted me and I genuinely want to make you happy despite all the things that I don't like about you. Mm-hmm. Like I like there's a bunch of stuff that I know that I don't like about you, mm-hmm. but I still care for you and I want to see you happy. Mm-hmm. So by that time, that's love. And so the reason why you and I are like, how can you say within one month? It's because that's not enough time to figure those types of things out. Mm-hmm. If it's different, if if you love somebody for the way they make you feel, that's a totally different thing. Because to that point, you're you're giving me butterflies in my stomach. You're giving me this goosebumpy feeling like I'm in euphoria every time I think about you. Then that's a feeling that you're making me feel, which mm-hmm. is not necessarily, you know what I'm saying? It, it is, you could describe that as love, but it's going to fade at a certain point because yeah. you can't, that dopamine and we'll those. call it those, temporary love. <laughs> yeah. Well, all that, all those chemicals that are going on in your brain, the serotonin, the dopamines, the, the oxytocin, all that stuff, you can't stay at that level forever. Eventually, it's got to come down to a baseline. You can't just stay at that level. So once that comes down and now you're seeing me for who I really am, flawed and all, 
like, okay, great. And then when you say it by, at that point, I'm like, okay. That's what I'm saying. For me, it takes so long because it's like, I need to see all the bad stuff. And if I can still look at all the better things more often, you yeah. know what I mean? Accepting yeah. your flaws and blah, blah, blah. For me, that's like, okay, I do love this person. But it, that takes some time. It takes a lot of time. And two, you're not going to show your true colors in the first couple months. So it's like, how do you... How do you know? You don't even know that person. That's what I'm saying. That's then that's where for for people like you and I, the way we where we fall in the in the whole spectrum of love. Mm. It's not the goosebumpy feely things. It's like once you've gotten past that, yeah, and you still want to be with this person. Yeah. Then it's like, I must love you because <laughs> Because you're not making me feel all goosebumpy and stuff. Like you're a good person. I enjoy your company and I, I genuinely like who you are as a person. And so, yeah, you're flawed just like the rest of us. But all in all, I think you're good. I think you you treat me well. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, I, I, I hate to break it down to them. <laughs> because I know love, you, you typically think of like flowers and all this other, which is part of it too, right? Mm-hmm. But, but long lasting love is... That has to be what gets you through because you're not always going to agree with one each other, with one another, and you're not always going to see. Um, you, you're just going to have a lot of disagreements yeah. and a lot of different points of view. And yeah, so yeah, there's three stages of romantic love. So it kind of like goes into what we were talking about. The first one is lust, mm. which is typically purely sexual. Wonderful, wonderful phase. Lust by the way. And then it goes into attraction. Hold on, hold on, just a second, just a second before we go into attraction. Isn't it the best when you just, when you start out a relationship, you just can't keep your hands off one another? Isn't that the best? It's, oh my gosh, I can't even describe it. It's, so, it's such a wonderful, wonderful feeling. Oh, anyways, all right, sorry. Um, so the second one is attraction. Yeah. And attraction is more of excitement seeing that person and then you start to notice other things about them that are attractive. So maybe Mm -hmm. you find it attractive that they have this hobby that they're really passionate about Mm -hmm. or maybe you've seen them with their family and you like how they interact. So you start noticing these other things, right? Other Mm -hmm. than just their physical appearance. Mm -hmm. And then the last one is attachment. The attachment stage starts when you think about the commitment with them. When you start to ask yourself, long-term, what does this look like? Can I see myself with this person? If you're answering yes, then you're in that like um, attachment phase. Mm. So yeah, the lust is cool and all, I get it. But for me, I like the, we're committed, things are going good, we respect each other, you know, we kind of get to the the groove of things and uh, interactions with each other. That to me, I enjoy that much more than just the dating around and the lustful part. Like I don't, no, I like them all too. Yeah. But I just like to enjoy each phase as they come along. And when the lust part comes along, that's great. The attraction part, I know exactly what you're talking about. And yeah. That's fantastic too. Yeah. Because you're observing things that you ordinarily, like you're just kind of putting them in the, in your mental notebook yeah. of like, oh, I like that. I like that too. And I like that too. So it just mm-hmm. solidified. And then the last one is the same thing. Yeah. But I like the lust one too, because that one's the fun part. That's that's where like things, it's it's all kinds of, like you're not even thinking straight. The other ones you kind of are because yeah. now you're like, okay, I've gotten past that. So i am got my eyes open. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking. And you're going to find things that you don't like during mm-hmm. that phase too, mind you. And then you might decide. 
See, that's the thing. Like, let's say you, the attraction part, I guess if they start doing more and more things that you don't like, mm. I guess you could not fall in love with them. Is that the implication? It's basically saying like maybe if there's too many things during the middle part that you don't like, then you're like, okay, this isn't going to work. Like this isn't going to work, work long term. Or maybe you decide like, okay, this isn't for me. You kind of start thinking about breaking up at that point or whatever. If you haven't gotten to that, like I can see myself living, marrying this person. That's the last phase though, right? Or, no, I know. What oh. I'm saying is is in, in the middle part, if you're seeing all these red flags, whatever it is, deal breakers, you're like, no, yeah. that's where you're finding all that stuff out. Ah, the things you. that you don't like. It. So here's the, and it's interesting that you, that you brought this topic up because now it's ringing a bell on something that I had heard about when it comes to men. And men go through that middle part mm-hmm. And they get stuck there for a lot longer. Hmm. And the problem is, or the the, the challenge, <laughs> I keep on saying problem as of course I have it, is that the other person, usually the female, right, to a male and female relationship, they take it as you don't like me anymore. Because you're not trying to progress? Right. They're, but they're in that phase. Mm-hmm. They might have gotten through it quicker. And made that assessment a lot quicker and guys take a lot longer to get to that point. Mm. And the problem is sometimes women just don't want to, they don't want to hang out there to see if you is get to the, the other side or not. Is it the part that scares men? Or not scares, but like, why do you think they stay in that middle part for so long? Well, because it's what you were talking about. You're seeing what you like and what you don't like about this person. But why does it take so long for Because guys you to- have to make it, because this is going to be the most important part this is the most, if, if you if you really want us to do it long term, right? Mm-hmm. That is to say, do you want to go into your house, inspect it, look at every single room, nook and cranny, or do you just want to just walk straight in and out of it and say, buy now? Yeah. That's it. You just got to buy now. So men, they want to check under the hood. They want to take a look at the tires. They want to look at all the cracks. What about this? What's going on here? Is this going to be a problem? I see that this is, you know, whether it's a car or a place, whatever, they're going to examine it. Because the next stage, and we're not oblivious to this too, is that we're going to get married. So, if, if, you know, we're going to be together and progress on, have children and all this, and you're going to be my future forever because I plan on being in this thing for a long time. So give me a minute <laughs> to, to dig around just a little bit more. I'm not saying that I'm going to come out of the other side stronger or feeling stronger about it or feeling, you know, like I don't want to progress this, but... Women want like hurry up and make a make a decision. Either tell me you're in it or you're not. And I'm like, wait a minute, whoa, whoa. It feels biological. The reason why women do that, you know what I'm saying? It might be because the biological clock for us, and even if you're older, let's say you already have kids, I feel like it's still like in your thought process of where is this going? I don't have a whole lot of time. I need to make a commitment. I don't know what it is, but it feels like it has like to do with our biological clock well, about it, having it, kids and stuff. It throws it off because like I said, in that situation, you might've already, and, and it can happen the other way too. It could be a guy that says it prematurely or whatever. And then the woman is like, whoa, whoa, buster. You know, <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me see what you got going on. Like, Bust. let me see. Yeah. Like, let me figure this out. And so when, when those two things happen while they're trying to process it and they're in that, the other person's already progressed, right? So if you guys are in a race, they've already crossed the finish line and you're halfway. You don't want to wait and you feel like, well, 
they should be right here where I'm at because I'm here. So that means logically they need to be here too, right? Mm. They can't figure it out. And then they start looking for problems. It's like, well, you, you really don't like me? Like, what's the problem? Like, why have you distanced yourself or this? I said, like, no, I'm processing this because I know where this is going. And one of the, and don't get me wrong, I guess everybody would have to have that conversation, eventually talk it out and be like, okay, because you can't stay in that net zone forever too, right. right? At some point, depending on the depending on the person, um, they do need to progress unless they're, you know, that could be a sign that they're indecisive. <laughs> I'm just like So that might be your deal breaker. Be like, you know what? I get it. Let's just end it. Like if you haven't figured it out and we've been dating for three years, maybe, you know, maybe it's just not gonna work My out. My experiences with life. this is like I'm the dude. Like because I'm telling you Guys say I love you so fast and they usually, in my experience, they get mad at me because I don't say it fast yeah. and then I won't say it for a long yeah. time. And then it's a point of contention all the time. Yep. How come you haven't said you love me? Mm-hmm. How come you don't? And I'm like, mm-hmm. let me do it on my own time. Let me say it for real. But like what you just said that <laughs> it's you guys like a go, bro, It's like talking to a bro right now. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you too. I get it. And it's not necessarily a male or female thing. I I, I jest about that because obviously it happens to both both yeah. both uh, genders. But but yeah, it happens. When a guy says it too fast, you're like, slow down. Yeah. Like I'm not saying that I don't love you. I'm just saying give me some time to to decide whether or not I really do like you, you know, because right. there's a lot to you that I don't know. So how can I really love something if I don't know what it is, right? It, you just can't, right? So that's why I'm saying there's nothing wrong because even like buying a house and buying a car, I know I, I equate it to guys, but there's a lot of women that are very savvy too and they want to know everything. Right. Like I want to know what's going on here. What's going on there? Why does this look like that? There's a crack over here. You know, like what about they ask really important questions. How many, if it's buying a car, like how many miles do we get? What's the safety thing? Like, you know what I mean? Like they're, it's a salesman's worst, but at the same time it should be great because if you answer all these questions correctly mm. or to their satisfaction, let's say, then they're going to go full force. And from there on in, it's going to be, you know. I'm not saying it freaks me out to the point where I would break up with you. I've never done that. But when guys say it too soon or anybody, let's just say they say it too soon, it can freak you out a little bit because, okay, maybe not freaked out, but it's kind of like putting somebody on the spot and it makes me very uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because like I said, you tell me after three weeks, I know you don't actually love me. So it makes it this awkward where you have to say thanks, <laughs> like that's your response. No, I'm just saying, like, what do you say? You know, and it, well, I think I wrote that down, like in another section. But it's like you can say certain things afterwards, but some people do freak out, and some people will break up with you. Yeah, no, I get broken up a lot by that because when again, you say I love you, they break up with you. No, it's it's no, no, the the opposite. You know, because again, they feel like I'm not completely committed. Because so they say, I love you after two months and you're not ready yet. Then they break up with you because you say you're not ready. Yeah. Well, yeah. If I'm not ready to say it, typically, yeah, they're going to, they're, they're going to be yeah. out. They, they just do. They just get out. Well, they don't break up with me. But like I said, it's, it's always a problem. And I try to explain it. It becomes a problem. <laughs> and then they end up breaking up because they interpret that as, oh, he doesn't love me mm. and I'm worth more than that and I shouldn't be with somebody that I don't, that doesn't love me, blah, blah. And all those things are true, but if your time frame, and again, I don't like to put time frames, but three months is very difficult. Like you couldn't even learn a new job in three months. It would take <laughs> you a little bit longer. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's you working 40 hours a week before you got a good grasp on things at a new job. So 
it's not unreasonable to say that you wouldn't be able to formulate that opinion uh, or that feeling t- with somebody within three months. Again, I know everybody's different. Maybe they can do it in three months. I just, how much can you learn from somebody in three months unless the other person is just a complete open book and just willing to tell you every single thing that they've ever done? Yeah. Like, great, wonderful. Well, I mean, with the three stages too, there may be ones that you prefer, but I think that if you are constantly only staying in the lust stage and as soon as that's gone, you go to the next one, the next one, next one, there's something deep rooted, I think, about that. There's a reason why, whether you don't want to get close to somebody, something happened to you in your in your past or whatever, but I don't know. I feel like I'm not saying all of our goals should be to partner up with someone, but we as humans want companionship. And if you don't ever want to connect with anybody and you're just staying in that lust phase, I feel like the majority of those people at a point it's going to become old and you're going to be like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. But you got to understand like it does get old, obviously. Like I don't recommend it. it. It's a great phase if it leads to something that's, it's phenomenal actually, but it's very addictive a, eh? because you got a lot of things going on in your brain. Mm-hmm. And so I can see where, where did that goes? But the other part is too, is that let's say you go the traditional round and you do say, you know, you've been with somebody for an extended period of time, a year, two years, you say, I love you. You do all that. And then they end up breaking up with you. And so at some point they fell out of love with you mm-hmm. and you don't know when that happened. So now you're stuck in a situation where you love this person and they don't love you back mm-hmm. and they're trying to avoid that. They're just, and that's why they, they rush into it. It's like, let's get past all that real quick. Tell me that you love me and then we'll take it from there. It's mm. like, no, it doesn't work that. Or they go too fast knowing that the other person hasn't came to that conclusion and that's their out. Yeah. It's like, okay, because what if he d- does end up loving me? Is he going to love me forever or is she going to love me forever yeah. or is she eventually going to fall out of love like the other girl did? And then I was stuck in this painful feeling that I had because I fell in love with her. Yeah. She said it first. She made me fall in love with her. She made me say it. You know what I mean? Like I felt pressure and I did, but I just wasn't, it wasn't the timeline that I wanted. And then she breaks up with me and it's like, yeah. you, you brought us there. You got us to the point where we're saying, I love you. You know, again, a little bit faster than I wanted to, but yeah. and I was okay with it after I said it. And then you were the one that broke up with me. So what happened? You know what I'm saying? So you put yourself in that vulnerable spot. And it's no wonder that people like to stay in the lust phase because yeah. that's the safest space in the world. Once that wears off, you go find another one to find lustfulness yeah. with. You know what I mean? Probably not going to get your feelings hurt. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, <laughs> so, so I can understand why people gravitate that. But yes, if you're the type of person that you require more substance, there's no getting around it you're at some point going to have to be vulnerable again. And if you really, really, truly want to find love, mm. the way at least the way I understand it anyways, you're, you you got to be willing to roll the dice, which is you got to go all in and know that guess what? You could get hurt. Yeah, That is a big possibility. But you could also find somebody that fall passionately in love with for years and it's sustainable mm-hmm. and like, until the day you die, you're with this person and you love every second of it, good and bad, all of it, like nothing but good memories. So it's a risk. Yeah. (laughs) What do you feel about like people who, like I'm going to ask you, not, not how long would you give them, 
But do you think that you would eventually have to break up with someone if they never said, I love you? Let's say that you're dating a woman for two years. Mm -hmm. She's never said it, never insinuated. I mean, she tells you positive things, but do you need her to say that to continue on? Let's say you wanted to get married again. Would you propose to someone who you were deeply in love with, but she just never said it? Or would you have to end the relationship? Um... Because I feel like the majority of women, after a certain amount of time, I'm talking about like years, most women be like, I can't, you can't even really fully commit because they take that saying, I love you as the, not the ultimate commitment, but like, you know what I mean? The strongest thing you can say to a person. So like, if you never say it, how could you not feel like, okay, I've been with you for three years and you haven't said it. Yeah. So it, it depends. It depends because- if they're unwilling to say that word, there's something going on with that word and that person. Mm. That to me would end the, I don't know that I would break up with them, but they have something they need. They need to do some work. Yeah. They need to do some serious work. If if my trigger was love, I would have a hard time navigating the world. I would have a really hard time navigating the world because that is such a powerful word. Mm-hmm. And if I'm unable to say it, it's a mental block for me. Yeah. Nothing happens to me if I say it. I mean, I don't burst into flames, <laughs> you know? So, so you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I can understand a genuine fear of, of like, it might kill me, but this is not that. This is a mental block that you have. And my only question with, with that would be, how many other mental blocks do you have? Yeah. In other words, do I get all of you or is it always going to be an edited version of you? In which case I can still decide to go with the edited version, but let me know ahead of time. Yeah. Am I getting the edited version of you or the full version of you? And are you not capable of sharing the full version of you to anybody? Like, again, I can make that decision I and like, I can be like, yeah, you know what? I'm good. I feel I like based on the person, if I really care about you and we have a strong bond, I might be able to look past that. And it made me think of, we talked about this a few weeks ago when you're talking about ghosts, right? Yeah. Patrick Swayze not wanting to say, I love you for, I don't know if they went to the backstory of why he doesn't like to say it. Him saying ditto, but... Because it was cooler to say ditto, that's why. Okay. (laughs) But I'm just saying that like in that relationship, yeah, it bothered her, but it didn't negate from the bond that they had. So it's like, I love you and okay, you don't want to say it, you have some get up about it, but if you show me you love me like he did with her and it's like, there's no doubt. He replaced the word. So that that was slightly different. Because if you, if I say I but love you to somebody. she said to her, that doesn't mean I love you. If you say, if you no, 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 feel I get it, that. then you say it. I get that. I get that. But the the ditto was the equivalent, at least to Patrick. Yeah, and but she, I could say I care about you and that means I love you to Yeah, me. yeah. No, no. That's what I'm saying. That's slightly different. If I say I love you and you say thanks every single time, even five years into our relationship. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's different. <laughs> Can you imagine being married to someone? <laughs> I love you, hun. Thank thanks. You. <laughs> Thanks, husband. I'm legally bound to you. <laughs> Thank you. Whom I have to love. Uh-huh. She gives you a high five instead. Um, but that's different because, again, it's the word, yeah. right? So they're dealing with that word for one reason or the other, right? But they, the sentiment is still the same. You can call it whatever you want to. It doesn't necessarily have, but that's what I'm saying. You have some work to do. Now, if they say, no, you get the full version, I'm just dealing with that word. And that word is just supercharged for me and I... Totally get that. Mm. It's like, okay. He's like, but but everything that that word means mm. is how I feel about you. And I give you an alternate word for it. Mm. I'm okay with that. 
I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that because every relationship is slightly different. And that one I would be okay. Cause I'd be like, I get it. Like that's, and she got it too. Right. So mm-hmm. when, when he passed away, that's how she knew because that was just between them two. Mm-hmm. And that's how she knew that it was actually him when Whoopi was talking. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, nobody else knows that. Whoopi. But him, yeah. Whoopi, yeah. I love Whoopi. I love a lot of my Whoopi. I love the Sister Act movies. Those are my favorite Whoopi movies. I, yeah, and I don't watch those. I don't know why. Really? I haven't, I haven't seen a single. Oh my God, Whoopi dude. Wolverine they're fan. so good. I'm sure they are. But, oh, I and I like them. Maggie Smith too, so I should... I should watch it. You got to go home today and at least watch the first one. Um, but there's also different reasons why people may find it hard to say. It's kind of what we were talking about. But saying I love you is a very vulnerable position for the first time, right? Because you don't know what the other person's going to say. They could say thanks. They could say I love you too. The anxiety around that or if you're insecure about certain things, it may stop you from saying it. Yeah. So there are a lot of reasons why maybe people don't say it when they feel it. You know what I mean? You know, it, it yeah. I mean, it reminded me of mo- another movie. And again, you know, I live in movies, <laughs> uh-huh. so I'm going to. So this one was called AI. I don't know if you've ever seen Artificial Intelligence. I did. Okay. It's with Haley Joel. So in the very beginning of the movie, they have this philosophical, because I don't, for people that have never seen the movie, they make a. Um, a little boy, a robot boy. And in the movie, they the concept is they teach that robot to love. So in this case, the parents, right? Because it's in the future and you need like a license to have kids because they're, the, the water uh, rose too much and mm-hmm. the land got scarce. So the people that were left behind said, we can't go crazy populating the, the No world. more. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, so the thing is that they made this robot to love the parents. But the question came up, the ethical question is, does the parent have a responsibility to love that robot back? Mm. And I think that's the fundamental question that you're asking is, it's like, okay, somebody just said, I love you to me. Mm. And I understand everything that that implies. Now, do I have a responsibility because we're technically there to say it back, right? And that's the conundrum. Or do I need to be honest and say, I need a little time to decide whether or not I feel the same way about you at this moment. And that's that's the tough part. When you get put in that situation and somebody says it to you, let's say you weren't ready for it, but maybe you do feel it or you, maybe you, you were getting there. Let's say you, you were really getting there and now they've said it. It's like it speeds up the timeline. And so now you feel like a responsibility. Well, like you love me, so I, I should love you back. I feel like I've been, I hate to say this, but like I feel like I've been forced to say it to men a lot that I didn't want to. That's a horrible feeling. I don't know why guys do that, or, or let me say people in general. If you say I love you and I don't say it or whatever, or you know I don't feel it yet, and in my experience you'd be in like a situation where it's kind of a vulnerable situation and they say, tell me you love me. Mm. And I'm like, you see, I'm squirming. Like, why are you still? And they're like, tell me you love me. And I'm like, yeah. come on, bro. Like, yeah. I hate that feeling. I just don't understand. Do they not understand that they are forcing this? It's not genuine. <sighs> That's what I'm saying. Because I'm giving you all the cues. I, well, I don't, I, to them, I'm not saying that it's not genuine. That's what I'm saying. If they went through the three no, stages. No, but making me say it. Yeah. What's the benefit? Well, to force you to say it, I don't know. What what this is well, I do know why they're doing it, right? Okay. Because again, what they're trying to do in a very expedited way is like, are we doing this or not? 
Are you in it or you're not in it? And that's more impatience on their part. So they don't see it as as um, them forcing you. They're saying, I feel this way, so I'm pretty sure you feel this way. You just need to hurry up and say it so that we can progress forward in mm-hmm. where we're at. We're not on the same page, obviously. And that's the part that's that they don't get. And they feel like, well, if you don't say it back, then that's that's my that's my open door to get the heck out of this relationship. And they don't give you enough time to decide on your own whether or not you love them. That's the whole point. That feels like an insecurity to me, though. It's absolutely an insecurity. That's what I'm saying. It's like, but it's very obvious in these interactions that even if I tell you, it's like, I'm not ready yet. And you're still trying to force it in that same conversation. Right. I don't understand the benefit of, I would never force well, someone to tell think me about it. So, me. so, so if the, if the shoe is on the other foot, right. And let's say, you know, you with somebody for five years uh-huh. and then you finally say it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's a long time. It is. And you finally, <laughs> on like your it's wedding never, day. You never, no, it's, you're not even married yet. You're still okay. dating. So, uh, five years and you're like, you know, so-and-so, I love you. And they're like, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And you're five five years into it. So your timeline is different. So you're like, maybe his timeline, he takes him 10 years. Like, you don't know. Mm-hmm. But the point being is that at that point, you you have a decision to make. Because now the shoe's on the other foot. Like, okay, hmm, I've already came to this conclusion. It took me a long time. Maybe it takes you longer, but you're not going to be thinking in that term. Mm-hmm. You're going to be like, hey, dude. <laughs> <laughs> We've been together five years. Like, do you or do you not love me? I don't understand. You would feel a certain kind of way about that too. I get what you're saying, but you you have to put your shoe on the other foot. They just arrived at that conclusion a lot faster. I'm not saying I wouldn't feel maybe some type of way after five years, but again, these are like a month, two months in, mm-hmm. and you're it just I can't imagine myself ever forcing somebody to say it to me. Well, and the thing about it is, right, because Think about it. So you're the person that said it first, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Five years into it. And now I'm, I'm using extremes, but just so that you <laughs> understand it. But I need you to understand okay. it because that would be something that you might do, right? So so now you're doing that, right? And again, it could be three months, it could be two months, doesn't matter. Five years. It's the same, it's the same thing. You say that to that person and they don't say it back. Immediately your mind goes to they don't love me, mm. not the way I love them. Right. Now you got a decision. Should I stay or should I go? Mm-hmm. Because I'm here and they're not. So do I wait for them to catch up or do I just move on to another train? Mm-hmm. On their side, they now have to think about it too because they didn't say it back. So if they would have said it immediately back without even thinking about it, great. We're on the same. We just haven't said it. We mm-hmm. just, it was an elephant in the like room. Like I was waiting for you to say yep, it. It's finally out <laughs> and we're both on the same page. We arrived. Obviously we've been together for five years, right? So mm-hmm. Sure, I fucking love you. Like, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> so, so, but anyways, um, but now if he didn't say it back, now he's got to think about it. Mm. Do I really love her? Hmm. You know what I mean? And maybe he just hadn't put a lot of thought into it, right? And maybe he starts thinking, you know what? Maybe I don't. Yeah. Like, or maybe he does. I don't know. But now you put it out there. Mm-hmm. Like you, once you put it out there like that, now you- No now take gotta, backsies. Nope. Now you got to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Now you got to confront it and be like, okay, let's have this conversation. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you haven't already, right? And depending on what your end goal is, if the end goal is that we eventually get married and die together. 
<laughs> That's really what marriage is, really. Is you're trying to find your partner that you want to die with. Mm. <laughs> it's like, this is the guy or this is the girl that I want to eventually die with. But, um, but the point is still the same. It opens up questions. And when you're both on the same page, great. It mm. works out, like keep going forward or whatever. The problem with rushing it, right, in your situation is that you were still stuck in the second part. Mm-hmm. And you hadn't you said it just to appease them, thinking, well, I eventually will get there, right? But I'm still working some stuff out. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to act differently. That's why they keep on insisting it. Because now you've already said it. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, you need to continue to say it because you mean it, right? Mm-hmm. And it causes more problems because now you're saying it and there's maybe not as much feeling as it should be. Right. Now it's just a word yeah, that I'm saying. Because I'm not being genuine. I'm not saying it because I want to tell you these things. It's right. Like, I'm doing it to appease you. Yeah. And that never works out for anybody. It's such a weird thing. but <laughs> Isn't it though? There are different ways to uh, not not turn them down. But if your partner does tell you, I love you, and let's say it is kind of soon, or you could say these things when you um, start to get that kind of feeling. You can say things like, um, I feel like I could fall for you. You know what I mean? The positive things that you can say to make your partner know. It's like, okay, I'm not saying I love you yet, right. but let me tell you how I'm feeling. Yeah. Or you can say like, I really do see a future for you and I. Yeah. Or, you know, if they say I love you and you're kind of on the spot, you'd be like, I really care about you and I have no doubt in my mind I want to be with you. Right. I'm not ready to say that just yet, but let me explain to you how I feel about you. Right. Just a gentler way rather than just being like, uh, I got to go, I don't know, whatever, <laughs> trying to get I'll out of there. you know. <laughs> Thanks and see ya. Yeah. And then I never call you again. Do the finger guns. Yeah. But there's ways to kind of, I mean, it's still going to hurt a little bit. And can't, oh, it's going to hurt regardless. That's what I'm saying. But there are some ways that you can kind of, or like I said, if maybe both of you haven't said it yet, yeah. again, if you're feeling strong feelings and you don't want to say it just yet, but you're kind of not testing the waters, but it's like, I want to reassure them how I'm feeling. You can say like, I can see myself falling for you or I sure. feel like I'm falling for you. Sure. So I, it's 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 tough. It's it's so If a guy said to me like I feel like I'm falling for you 3 months in, I don't think that would freak me out as much as you may be saying I'm not 3 months is a little bit longer, but let's say 3 weeks you're like yeah. I could see myself with you. I love that. So when I'm in a relationship, I'll as a as a relationship progresses, I'll usually let them know where I'm at. Yeah. Um and just to make sure that we're on the same page. Right. Because again, let's say I'm feeling really good about it, I'm falling for you. And let's say I, I get the tone from her voice is not the same. Uh-huh. Um, I might be like, oh, okay, maybe I need to slow down a little bit. Yeah. Or maybe I need to rethink this before I push the accelerator on this and go too far. She might not be where yeah, I'm at. Yeah, you kind of test in the water Yeah, a yeah. Bit. So you kind of let them know. Women tend to do that with me a lot more. Is mm-hmm. They'll tell me like, yeah, you know, we're getting along and this is great and this, that, and the other. It's like, yeah, it is. Um, and then usually, you know, if they, there's certain things about me that they don't like or whatever, they'll bring that up too. But, but yeah, there's nothing worse than, than trying to get hurried to, to make a decision like that, especially mm-hmm. when it's, it really is an important decision. Yeah. It's, I mean, if, if you, if you think of marriage the way I do anyways, which is for life, mm. <laughs> well, a few, few exceptions aside, right? There's a few deal breakers in there, but it's basically for life. Yeah. You would want to take your time to make that decision, right? Right. It's not like an ice cream flavor. (laughs) You can just go away if you don't like it. If marriage is the ultimate goal of a relationship, saying I love you is the most important thing of just the dating part. Like that's, it can't, 
get any higher than confessing your love to somebody. Right. So it's like, it is a big deal. I think there are tons of people who just say it. It doesn't mean the same. They just say it to everybody. They don't really think about it. They say it when they're infatuated. And, and then over time, maybe uh, it starts not to mean too much to you. If if you were with every girl that you were with, let's say you're dating for three weeks and they tell you, I love you. After a while, even though you're not the one saying it, you're going to start to think like, all these women don't really, I'm not saying not value love, but like they're... Um, the way they think about love is not really love. It might be warped. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're, 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 they might be stuck in number one. Yeah. And because they're stuck in one. But it may change your train of thought. You know what I'm saying? Not that you don't know what love is, but like it would feel like maybe if a guy, if they said it too fast, maybe when one guy says it, and let's say it's legit, I mm. may not believe you because I've already been through all these guys that just say it frivolously. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So it yeah. kind of warps even the way you think of Yeah. Well, love. yeah, it does because the way the way I interpret love or the way f- for me when I know that I'm in love with somebody is when I genuinely want to make them happy. Mm-hmm. That's that's my gauge, right? It's like I want to make you happy. I want to make you smile. I want to do whatever I can. And it, obviously it's you can't make them happy all the time. You're not right. a clown, right? You're going to have bad days. You're going to have good days. But you genuinely don't want to hurt that person. You want them to do well and and be good, mm-hmm. which is, oof, this is another sometimes uh, charge <laughs> because when you love somebody that doesn't love themselves, mm-hmm. that's hard. Yeah, that's hard because they're they you can see that they they do things to sabotage themselves, and they you can tell the way they talk to themselves. It's just not. They don't love themselves. Like yeah. you can clearly see, like they care more about you than they do their own self, which can be somewhat romantic, but not at the expense of you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, let's say they that she cooks me a healthy meal, but she decides that she wants to eat fast food all the time. Like that's not healthy for you. Like mm-hmm. you're looking out for me and yet you're not taking care of yourself. Something's not right. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I appreciate it. I know you love me, but, and the reason why that's hard is because you, you love them and you want to genuinely see them happy, but you know that they're hurting themselves. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't have to be physical, but it could just like emotionally they hurt themselves. I do. That's tough. I do want to make that person happy. But for me, the love gauge is more of like when I put them first because I want to. Yeah. If I put your needs over me yeah. because I genuinely want to, that's a stronger feeling for me. Is like, okay, I do love this person because I would rather you have and me without. Yeah. And I think when you switch that, because we're all selfish a little bit, and especially if oh, you're yeah. single, like there's nothing, be selfish, you're single, like who cares? Dang right. But, <laughs> or even like when you're kind of- ring on his finger. <laughs> <laughs> you did the Beyonce thing. Left hand, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they say that there's a few times that you shouldn't say it. And one of them we talked about is saying it too soon. If it's like third date, I mean, oh, come on now, like don't, yeah. um, another one is over text message. Don't say I love you for the first Aww. time over a text message because it's not going to be the same. No. And then right. when you're intoxicated or after sex. That's the best time. Both of those are the best it's times. It's not genuine. But you, at that moment, it's lust, obviously. But That's oh what I'm saying. God, like I'm being it. serious. No, no, I am too. Like, like there's this, a chemical thing that goes on. Like you are at you know, and I don't want to get too graphic, but right afterwards, for a guy, you just 
everything is perfect. But it's not the real thing though. You are on I mean, this high of that feeling or when you're intoxicated, but it's you, not being sober and looking at your woman and being like, I love you. I know. It's gonna, I'm just telling I, you, this, you shouldn't say it for well, the first time. Well, this is what I, this is what I would say, right? Mm. Obviously for a guy wouldn't have a problem if after they, they just had sex and a woman broke, you know, said, I love you right after. He would have no problem whatsoever with After that. a week? No, no. After half, well, yeah. That, That's but, what I'm saying. But it, I'm just saying, like, let's say you've been together for extended period of time, whatever that time is. Okay. And then right after you, you know, just had sex and then she says it, it's fine. Like a guy might say it might be the first time. I'm not saying a woman would hate it. I'm just saying that if you're going to say it for the first time, you should Shouldn't probably be, be a little bit more loving, uh-huh. it being a loving scenario rather than you saying it when you're drunk, you know, whatever in those scenarios. I just, well, I'm just saying because like when, after, after you have sex, it's also, um, men and women look at sex slightly different too. Mm-hmm. So where they just look at it different. So that's the reason why we're doing it. Cause we're not trying to be jerks about it, but if you are feeling emotional at that time. You're feeling very good about everything. And if you've been with this person, I, I know it's probably not the best time to say it for the first it's time. Not. I know, I know. Wait till but the I just, next morning. I, Why I, can't you just wait till the next I, morning? I get it. I get it. But I'm just saying, <laughs> sometimes it's very powerful. You know how when you get emotion, you get excited. Sometimes let's say if you're excited, you can't hold it in. Like you just, you know, you got to let it out. <laughs> some people can't do surprises. Like there's some people that just don't, make them part of a surprise party because they don't know how to, they just can't. It, it overwhelms them and they just have to, yeah. ex, you know. I don't think out. it's a good idea. But um, based it's on not, a but. poll in 2022, men do say it sooner than women. Mm. It's actually about a three to one ratio. Mm. In my, I have never once said I love you before the guy said it to me. Mm. I'm sure it's happened, but in what's my the, what's experience. The, what is uh, the stats on it again? Three to one. Three to one. Okay. Right. I'm just saying it's never happened for me. I've never felt that I was in love with someone immediately or really quickly. And I've also never said it. It's always the guy says it first to your mm. point earlier of like, when the girl said it first, it threw you off. Cause you're like, this is my job. I'm supposed to say, yeah. I love you first. Yeah, maybe maybe um, that's what it was. And yeah. they said too, that biologically, and you're going to love this. Women don't say it first because we are biologically more picky in our selection. You and I have talked about this before. The women, we are the ones that select the guy. So because we are in charge of that selection process, Mm -hmm. that's why we say it afterwards. Yeah. Well, so I can, if that were the case, right, in the, the, the scenario that I described with my ex, was reversed, right? And it was a guy that got to that conclusion and said, you know, I love you before, before the girl, right? Mm-hmm. I, I can see that. So I can see that he came to that conclusion and she might be stuck in number two, whereas he's already gotten to the end point. It's like, this is the person I want to be with for the mm-hmm. rest of my life, whatever. And she's still thinking about it. I can see him saying it to try to tip the scales in his favor. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. he's going to feel like she's distancing herself from him. Yeah. And she might only because she wants to take 
a good view. You know what I mean? Like she wants to take a panoramic. Mm-hmm. She wants to step back a second and says. So he's like trying to bring her in if he feels like she maybe. Well, that's what I'm saying. When when it happened to me, uh-huh. I was stuck in number two. So trying to figure it out. They sensed it. Yeah. And they were like, hey, I love you. So now mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, like I don't want to lose her. But right. I, I haven't gotten to that part yet. But now I'm like, it forced me to say it faster. Yeah. So I was like, okay, love you back. But I was, the problem with that, with that strategy is that you're still stuck in number two. Yeah. You just made me say it sooner. So I'm still going to behave the way I'm behaving, mm-hmm. which is stepping back and still assessing mm-hmm. stuff. And that's when they get upset because then they're like, oh, you really don't love me. You shouldn't have said it, blah, 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 blah. It's like, okay, now we've got a problem. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So yeah. you're right. So in those situations, I can see where things start to fall apart because again, they're, they might say it just because they're like, I, her- I better hurry up and say it because I yeah. feel like I'm losing her. And I don't want to lose her. So let me just go ahead and and, and then next thing you know. Uh, yeah, I've definitely said it because I've been put on the spot. I didn't say it because I felt like I was going to lose them. It was just that being put on the spot. But I mean, like, honestly, if people were just, I'm not saying it's going to feel great, but being honest about if you're not ready to me feels like the best practice. Yeah, I know it hurts, but like to your point, the alternative is you're still in number two. It's almost like for them, it's like, it's like she said, you're just like, you basically lied to me. You said you love me. You don't really love me. You're not really fully committed. Right. It's just, like I said, I would never force anyone to say it. If you don't want to say it, I'm no. not going to force you to say it because I, I don't want to be, I don't want to <laughs> be in that spot. You want to be the bad guy for something that you didn't do, right? You didn't do anything wrong. No, I get it. I get it. I think a better, a better approach would be to just check in with one another. And, and, and I think that's good in general. Like if you're married, you have to, you have to ask about some of the most mundane stuff. You have to, it has Mm -hmm. to be part of it. Like you have to prioritize, like, tell me about your day Mm -hmm. that has nothing to do with us. Just you, what did you do? How did everything go? Tell me about work. Tell me, like, I need to do that. And you need to do it for for your partner too. Mm -hmm. You need that. Obviously, even with the intimacy part, you have to make time. You can't say like, oh, the kids and this, I get it. Even if you put it in there for 30 minutes and even if you guys don't like it, it needs to be part of it. Yeah. Because again, physical touch, even if that's not your love language, eventually you don't touch somebody for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. You just get used to not touching them. Yeah. And that could be detrimental because then you become intimate and it's going to feel weird. Yeah. Because you're like, we haven't even hugged in like a yeah. month. It, then it's more of like the act. It's not of, because what lovemaking is supposed to be is that. Right. It's, it's, it's the it's ultimate always, way to... Right. It's everything else, right? It's the having those conversations, the day-to-day. I know you that way. I know you're intimate. I know what, uh, what what's going on in your head. I know what's frustrating you. Now we're having sex. We're solidifying all of those things I want to be a part of. I might not be able to help you with all of it. Yeah. And I might not have answers, but I'm here. I'm right here for you if you need me for anything as a supporting role. And the, the sex has to, it has to be in there. Because if you don't, I'm telling you, things start going south really really fast but that's what i'm saying i think a better approach rather than because you can say i love you all you want that's Mm -hmm. fine it's it's at the end of the day it's just a word but you should really check in with people and say like hey where are you at yeah you feel like you know are we doing good should we be going out i feel you getting a little distant and if your partner's like yeah i'm going through stuff from work or something else like you you don't know right Whatever that is, like, hey, just remind you, I'm still here. If you need me for anything, you know, I got you, blah, blah, blah. And sometimes that's good enough, right? Because maybe they are dealing, they need a space. And we've did this before, but, you know, like, if it's something that we just don't want to discuss, you can tell usually pretty fast for me, like, you got something going on. 
And I'm like, yeah, I'm just not ready to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, however much time goes by and then all of a sudden we talk about it. And it's like, mm -hmm. all right, got it out there and it's done. But you have to write to, to your point. It's not good to force your partner into doing anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whether having them talk about their feelings, saying I love you, or just pushing them to talk about something that you're, they're just not ready to talk about. Yeah. You got to give them that time. You got to give them that space. Now, again, if you're on a different timeline... And you feel like I need to hear those words and I need to hear them within this amount of time or else I'm out, you know, go with God because that's, it's not always going to be, you're not always going to be on the same timeline with your partner. It kind of feels like the same thing that the same way I feel about ultimatums about marriage and stuff. I've mm -hmm. told you how I felt about this. Like you're for I, them right now. <laughs> <laughs> I am not comfortable doing that because if I ever do get married, I want it to be because they want to. I don't want it Absolutely. to be a situation where, but women do it. I'm sorry, women, but you guys do it a lot. Yeah. And it's, I get it. I get yeah. it. I've been in long-term relationships. I totally understand the why, yeah. but it's like, it's a psychological thing for me. It's like in the back yeah. of my mind, I always know you're here only because I said either let's do this or I'm out. Yeah. Same yeah. thing with saying I love you. It's like, yeah, I'm sure everybody reaches their point. Everybody wants to hear it eventually. But yeah. like if I and like been told to me, if you don't say I love you, like how can I move forward? It's like yeah. it's not going to be genuine. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree, man. It's, it's, it's a hard a, spot. You shouldn't, you shouldn't pressure anybody or give ultimatums are the worst. Ultimatums are absolutely the worst because it's like them holding you hostage. And why would you want your partner to do that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're supposed to be my partner and help me out and and be supportive. And, what, and now you're putting me in a situation where either I say it or I lose you. Yeah. And like, okay, like and, and don't get me wrong. Sometimes, um, again, I'm not big on ultimatums, mm -hmm. but I am big about you telling your partner what's going on with you. Yeah. I because that's, agree. that's a different story. It's like, mm -hmm. look. I know that you are where you are and you're still thinking about mm -hmm. it. Let me just kind of let you know where I'm at. Right. You right? can definitely voice your opinion. And, like, yeah, and, I know you're not ready yet, but this is how I feel. And let me tell you how you not saying it makes me feel. Mm -hmm. It's not a pressure. It's just we're just talking about our feelings. Right. But right. I feel terrible when people have said to me, like, why don't you love me yet? It feels so, it's like, it's, Oof. they're taking it so personal. It's like, it's not about Oof. you. Well, I mean, it is a valid question. You I know, but <laughs> like, I mean, if it's been a few months, why are you asking yeah. me that? It's so soon. Yeah. It's put it. That's what I'm saying. It, it goes back to that question in the movie. It's like, okay, we program them to love you. Do you have a responsibility? So just because somebody loves you, does that obligate you to love them back? Do you have a responsibility to love them back? And I don't know. Mm. Um, I think you have a responsibility to be honest. That's I, I do believe that. And hopefully you can find a good solution where you guys end up together. But the thing about honesty is that it might not work out. And you always have to remember that it might not work out. So it depends yeah. on what you're what your um, threshold is, what your timeline is, if you have a timeline. Most guys typically don't. Most guys, you know, they, they just don't. But I do know that when they do finally come to the decision, if it's a hardcore, like I'm going forward with it, mm -hmm. they usually go forward with it, you know, and that's when they buy the ring and all this other stuff. And it's, ner I mean, they get nervous because it's important. It's, mm -hmm. it's a big, 
I I think it goes, I know we take it for granted that there's so many divorces and like 50% of couples get divorced. I think it's higher than that actually now. Probably. And there's so many of them, but trust me when I tell you it is no fun at all. I mean, it is one of the toughest things to do. And for people that do it two or three times, I don't even know how they do that, to be honest with you. I had one and Maybe it was... they get desensitized after I, a while. I, I mean, I guess, but you know what I mean? I, I personally don't think it's something that people should take lightly. We should do an episode on divorces. Uh, really? Yeah, why not? <laughs> if because more than half of the couples, let's say, that are listening right now... Are divorced? Yeah. Well, technically, we could. Yeah. You I'm, reach I'm, a lot of people with divorce. I mean, I, mean, I trust me, I've, I've, I've been through it. It's not fun at all. Like, we yeah. can. We can. <laughs> But yeah, so we're just... It's a bummer. I know. I don't want to leave on that note. Um, The L-O-V-E. At least they have a lot of songs about love. That's a good thing. Yeah, love is amazing. Love is fantastic. It's the most powerful force on earth. All of it. I, I, yeah, I love it. I mean, all in all, it's a good thing. (laughs) I do love love. But I think, you know, again, checking in with one another Mm -hmm. is always beneficial. Uh, And even if you are feeling... Because that, that's a, it's such a supercharged word and it should have some meaning behind it. It shouldn't just be a casual word that you throw out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you check in with one another, that's a better idea. And, and, and then you'll gauge when it's a good time to say it. Mm-hmm. You'll, you really will. And you'll yeah. have that moment where you say it and the other person immediately says it back and they, they're so happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, I'm sure I think, that happens yeah, a lot. And I'll just say this much too. I'll just say in regards to your to the stats that you were saying that one in three, right? Um, women do it versus the two and three guys, right? Um, it's also hard because guys are kind of, we get rejected a lot more. Mm-hmm. So when you get re- like anything else, even if it's a trauma, which being rejected is traumatic, at a certain point, you just have to learn how to deal with it. Because you go through it so much and maybe, I'm not saying you, you never really get desensitized with, with, with rejection, but you do learn how to deal with it. Every man has to learn how to deal with the rejection in their own way. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure because it is such a vulnerable, maybe that's the reason why women usually don't say it first is because you're taking a chance. So mm-hmm. think about marriage. You buy the ring. You didn't have that. Let's just say you didn't actually you have the conversation. Yeah, you might have had a conversation about, yeah, you do. I do plan on getting married at some point. Or maybe you're in a, in a relationship where like you guys decide to get married together without the whole getting down on one knee. Yeah. But let's say you went down that road. You don't know. Yeah. She could say no. She could Yeesh. say no. And if you're doing it in a public, you know what I'm saying? Ugh, like he, don't do it. He has to be when, and that's why I'm saying that's why it's such a hard thing because when that dude goes forward with that, and I don't think people appreciate it so much, right? Because not everybody can do that. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, again, if a woman were to do that and get down on one knee and ask a daughter to marry and the guy said no, I don't even know psychologically what that would do to that person. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it would be hard. But for a guy... We know as soon as we get down on one day and we ask, we know that there is a possibility that she is going to say no. There's always that possibility. So guys run the number. So it doesn't surprise me that they will put themselves out there, so to speak, because you kind of have to. There's just no way around it. And, you know, if you get rejected, then so be it. You move on. But 
L O V E. <laughs> well, I love this conversation. I love it too. <laughs> it was We're great. in sync. Yay. Yay. <laughs> but uh, good conversation. Yes. Yeah. Till next time. Bye, everyone. Bye.